0: Segment is called Michael's Magic Moment. It's my opportunity to play a little snippet from one of our previous episodes which resonated with our listeners that I received feedback from or I felt really had an impact on some people's lives. Hope you enjoy. In this week's episode, we go back to episode 19 where I interviewed Vanessa Bennett. Now, Vanessa is a high performance coach and We talked about working with energy, and she brought up some really important points, which I'll never forget because I use them all the time now, like literally every day I work. And it's all about being productive, and it's all about the breaks that you take and the way you structure your day. Now, we talk to many people these days, and you probably know many as well, that work from home. And even if they don't work from home, they work in an office, and they struggle to have energy at the end of the day, or they struggle to be as productive as they'd like to. Now, the issue in these circumstances is a lot of people, just like money problems, they end up looking in the wrong places. For example, if somebody is having issues being productive at work, they'll assume it's their job, or they'll assume it's the tasks, or their boss, or the, the color of the office, or um, or what they had for breakfast. And while that all may be part of it, Something that's really important to consider is the way that you're structuring your day. Um, now, Vanessa talks about the fact that we have very limited hours in the day that we can actually be really productive. And she also talks about the way we structure our day. Um, now, a lot of people like to get easy tasks done at the start of the day. And as humans, we naturally just put off the hard ones or the ones we don't really like. Sometimes, actually, yeah, actually, you know what? It's not even the easy and the hard. We, we focus on the tasks that we enjoy and we put off the ones that we hate. And the ones that we hate could be the most easiest tasks in the world, but it just could be something that we just really, literally do not enjoy doing at all. And what tends to happen is the day sort of comes to an end and you have no more energy and you're faced with this task, which you probably should have done early in the day that you dread doing, that you were meant to do two weeks ago, that you've just put off. The day's over, you've got no energy, so let's just do it tomorrow. And the next day rolls over and rolls over. If that sounds familiar, this episode is for you. And this clip that I'm about to play is going to have such a massive impact on your life. Just the way that we spend our time, just the focus that we give on our time and how we utilize our energy can have a massive impact on how productive we are at work. And I can, again, relate this to money in so many ways. But a lot of people work really, really hard when it comes to money, whether it's saving or investing, but they're putting their energy into the wrong places or they're going about things the wrong way. So I hope you enjoy I hope you get something out of it. Um, for me, it sort of reminded me of when I used to go to the gym, how I used to leave legs for last. Um, and, and last as in like at the end of the week and by the end of the week, I wouldn't go to the gym and I wouldn't do legs for, for ages because I just hated doing legs. Um, to other people, I'm sure you can relate it to other things in your life, whether it's doing things around the house um, or work, you know, be, being at work and doing tasks. But I hope you get something out of it. Let's go back to the recording, episode 19. We go all the way back to our one of our first episodes, one of our first, you know, nine, well, literally our 19th episode, um, back in 2021. Neuroscience
1: tells us that we only have... On average, four hours a day that we can do heavy cognitive work. Okay, wow. and it can be trained to six, but you know that's for you know like high performers. And uh, when they did those those studies, that was actually done on neuroscientists, obviously quite smart people. So yes. um, so let's let's assume we've got somewhere between four to six hours of heavy cognitive energy available. Okay, okay. do the math on that. That's less than a day at work. Yeah. Okay, and it's a lot less than, you know, the 12, 14, 16 hours that people might find themselves doing just because they can um, yep. without doing the the travel and the commute and all that kind of thing. So when you only have that to play with, it's actually really important to firstly know that because most people assume that they've got 8, 10, 12 hours and, and they don't um, of heavy cognitive load. You can certainly do other things, but it's not heavy work. Okay, so the first thing is just to recognise that that's all you have. Um, the second thing is to realize that, okay, well, if I've got, say, even four really productive hours in a day, when would they be? And so if you can just maximize those four hours, you know what? You're streets ahead of everyone else. And. Yes that can be, that can often be enough just to feel like you can still achieve, you can still take the kids to school, you know, the, the poor Milburnians that were homeschooling for so long, um, you know, they just didn't have the hours available that a lot of other people did um, and so I think if we can get our heads around this idea of you've got four hours a day um, at, you know, possibly a little bit more but let's assume that we get those right then it's really important to work out when those are for you. So some people, are morning people, Um, some people kind of, you know, take a little bit of time to kick in, maybe like 10am, and other people are actually really good in the afternoon or maybe even the night hours. So it's really important to kind of work out what it is for you. And we talk about, you know, how to help people to do that all in this online course that we now have for that reason, because it's so important that we really firstly understand that that's all we have. We have so many people then trying to beat themselves up because they didn't get a certain amount of work done, when quite frankly it was neuroscientifically impossible for them to get through that work in one day in the first place. So let's not spend cognitive energy getting angry at ourselves when we need every bit of cognitive energy. That's just mental energy. Um, When we need every bit of mental energy that we can get to get the job done in less time, with less effort so if you actually manage your mental energy time management becomes a byproduct of that so the the goal should never be time management and I think that's where a lot of people go a little bit awry that the goal is actually manage your cognitive energy for optimal performance and then you get more done in less time with less effort you feel better it feels better for your mental health it's great for your family you're just basically nicer to be around it's a good thing. So, yeah, so that's probably one of the first things to think about.
0: You've said that so well. And I think you are right because it's very easy to beat yourself up over not getting enough work done and think that it's a time thing and then just keep pushing and pushing and then the next day just doing the same thing again and the same thing again. And I guess that's what leads to burnout.
1: Yeah, that's right. Exactly. So if we don't kind of listen to our bodies and we just kind of keep going um, because your brain is your brain is metabolically hungry. About 20% of the fuel that we take into our body, so all the food that we eat, about 20% of that actually goes to the brain. So, you know, we can be literally sitting at our desks and then at the end of the day we feel like we've run a marathon and we haven't even left. (laughs) So, you know, it's really important that we use that cognitive energy wisely. And and one of the biggest mistakes people make is that they work on – The next most urgent thing on their to-do list they prioritize their to-do list based on urgency and that's another way where people just completely come a cropper it's really something where if people can take a step back from that and manage their diary a little bit further in advance so that they can choose to work on certain tasks At a Mm -hmm. time that matches their cognitive energy, it'll seem effortless. But say you've got a six hour task and you leave it to the last minute, and it's like, okay, now I have to work on this six hour task because that's the most, you know, the next most urgent thing on my to do list. That six-hour task is going to take so much cognitive energy. It, it probably isn't even possible to do it in a day. It's certainly not going to get done in six hours. It's probably going to take you eight, 10, 12 hours just to do something that could have been done over three days in two-hour blocks at a time that matched your energy.
0: These podcasts have been brought to you by Better Financial Planning Australia. To book a free 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au. And you mentioned also... You- around that point taking breaks um i mean when what would you say around that side of things because i mean sometimes i feel like breaks are a bit of a waste of time because i feel like when i'm in the middle of something it's just to keep going but but at the same time there is that energy that's just being drained as yeah. i'm going through it
1: yeah so true and and breaks depend on the person so we have a concept which we talk about in the course called personal pace and it's you know sort of roughly roughly kind of aligned with say your attention span okay yep. so the average attention span is around 40 to 45 minutes but that's average so that's made up of some people that can focus for a really long period of time and yep. other people who really can't you know you might you might get 10 to 20 minutes out of them and then they're off off with the fairies doing something yep. else. That's so, me half the time. yeah <laughs> so there's no right or wrong the trick is is how you work to your pace So, um, and and part of what we do in the course is we actually give you a pace indicator to calculate that, to sort of work out roughly what would be your average attention span. Then the trick is is to make sure that you're taking breaks according to that. Um, Now, this can come down to, this could be a little, literally a little micro break. Like I've got quite a reasonably short attention span and so therefore I might do something for half an hour and if I'm working from home, then I might go and put away the socks and then, then I might do another half an hour and then I might take the dog for a walk and then I might come back after half an hour and, and, you know, put the rest of the laundry away, whatever it is. So it's about taking these little micro breaks that just give you this little bit of recharge at the time. Um, The other thing as well is you need to take breaks from just a physical movement point of view. So if you literally sit at your desk all day, that's so bad for your health. I can't, I could Mm -hmm. even just go for another three hours just talking about that. So it's really important that we get up and move. So think about the movement that we have. On our commute to work, even going to the bathroom takes a lot more steps in an office than it does when you're at home and your bathroom is like seven steps away. Yeah. So, um, so it's all those things that we need to factor in. So it's almost like, um, you know, some people kind of have a little walk to work, which might be around the block and back, um, or they might have a work walk from work or they might um work out what time of the day you're going to exercise um does exercise maybe work at lunchtime because that's a a nice natural time to take a break and it's easy to come back and have a shower and blah blah blah. just depends on what's easy for you in terms of of being able to do that so there's so many ways to think about this and there's no one-size-fits-all approach but taking breaks is really necessary for the brain to recharge it's, yep. um it's super important to do that and it's really important for
0: the body too thanks for joining us on sharing more than the sheets please make sure you subscribe to be updated with future episode releases and feel free to share this episode with any friends or family that you think it might benefit please visit us at sharingmorethanthesheets.com.au to submit questions or requests for future podcast topics these podcasts have been brought to you by better financial planning australia Book a 15-minute phone chat, visit betterfinancialplanning.com.au.